And welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Well, Tom, I am white and nerdy and fat and eat it. That is how I'm feeling. (laughs) (laughs) So I... Joe, I've been doing a new thing where I open with a song lyric from the artist, and I forgot to do one, so I frantically Googled Weird Al songs. And then just <laughs> no, that was perfect. I think it couldn't have gone better, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but yes, those are the things that I am. And mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> well. now, let me go over that list again. You're white and nerdy and fat and, mm-hmm. and, eat, and it. eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I love Rocky Road uh, <laughs> and my balloon, to be honest. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like his catalog is really just documenting your life. <laughs> that is true. It's like a soundtrack. Uh, it's like for Stranger your... Than Fiction. Movie, you know, I love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I want to give that a rewatch. It's been a minute. You ever just sit back and take it, put your eyes on <laughs> uh, Stranger Than Fiction for about an hour and 55 minutes? I don't know what the runtime is on that film, but uh, I loved that movie when it came out of the theaters. And my friends <laughs> we were, were like, st- why the fuck do you love this so much? <laughs> we were still in the era of like magical realism. Um, okay, this movie's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I also was like, Will Ferrell can do it all. <laughs> yep, yep. It's like he might get an Academy Award because mm-hmm. he's the greatest dramatic actor and best comedic actor. I get made Maybe fun nothing of nothing stopping him. <laughs> nothing is in his way. Uh I get made I got made fun of this a lot for a lot. Uh I was like I had a huge crush on Maggie Gyllenhaal after that movie, and everybody was like, mm. What the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, What are you talking What are you talking about? I, yeah. But it's very attractive common- lady. A common internet bit now, I feel like, is people talking about how Maggie Gyllenhaal is not in The Dark Knight. I feel like that's like a thing that people talk about a lot. Interesting. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, if that was me, I wouldn't have tried to save her kind of thing. Right. Like, that's the, the whole yeah. joke. It's like, she's still like, even if like, she's not your number one celebrity or she's still a, a very attractive woman. <laughs> yeah. And and also, like, you should still probably try to save her. I don't know. It's not like, oh, yeah. she's busted. Let her die. <laughs> you need to be this hot to live. <laughs> that's a good movie premise. <laughs> and Hot or not. Hot or not. Yeah. Joe, I I think that can be your next project because your new project is out Mm. right now. Yes. Funny songs and sketches, baby. Funny songs and sketches. Yes. My album, long gestating album. I've been working on this thing for a very long time. It is finally available for public consumption wherever you listen to music. Uh, And it is what the title promises. I was not going to mess around with being poetic or (laughs) a little obtuse. Funny songs and sketches, that is exactly what the album is. Uh, And if you like those things, then this album might just be for you. And and now that it's out, we we can ask, are you still happy with that uh, title? Uh, <laughs> so, what do you think about the title? Yeah, you're you're happy with Tom the did choice the you made. Same bit to Luke Moniz, and I think it broke him a little bit. <laughs> I forgot that I did that. Too. I got one note, baby. Man, yeah, no, I mean, like, I really, 
I never gave it a second thought and I won't just because like when you're, you know, kind of, I guess you could say at my level, it's like you don't really have the room to fuck around, you know, to call to call the album like soaking up the city. Right. What is that? What does that mean for anyone? Like, I sure my friends will know it's my comedy album, but like. I was very concerned, like, okay, if I, I get the pleasure or the privilege that some of these songs end up on, like, Sirius Radio or Pandora or whatever, that uh, people aren't like, hey, this guy's not good at singing. What's, right. what's going on here? <laughs> that it's, like, very clear, you know, what's what's going on. And that I didn't... I thought about calling it funny songs and comedy sex sketches, but I knew that meant everyone would be like, your album, it's comedy song. Right. Funny, it would just try to keep it as, as simple as possible. <laughs> hey, I think it's um, great. I do you have to say, it. soaking up the city fucking rules. <laughs> <an album title. laughs> That's pretty good. Keep that in your back pocket. Yeah. Soaking up the city, <laughs> especially if it's a live album and you do it in a specific. That's that's pretty good. And then yeah, the, the picture the is the city, the country. <laughs> yes, soaking up the country. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the follow up when I do it in a barn. <laughs> do my big barn special. <laughs> We're uh, I, uh, this is a studio thing, so I guess you didn't do uh, live. Have you been touring at all? Have you been hitting um, the old road? Not exactly. I well, I've done the thing of if I have something going on in another city, maybe I'll set stuff up. Like I went to a wedding in Chicago recently and set something up at the Lincoln Lodge and uh, did a bunch of shows while I was there. But that's I'm hoping kind of with the album coming out, I can get something going in that regard. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Go well, check you know, out Joe on the road. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Tommy. I can feel I what's say, happening now. You know who else had some funny songs and comedy <laughs> sketches? I'm listening. Bo Burnham. Check out Inside. <laughs> what? <laughs> Make happy. Uh, yes. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic is our topic today. Which, Joe, when you pitched, you said, I'm sure someone's done this before. Yeah, I thought definitely. And it's kind of crazy that in uh, I, I six do years think people show, have pitched him. Do it, yeah. I think people pitched him, and there was a weird, uh, you know, Al. yeah, there was a weird Yankovic. Al of it all. Um, yeah, there was just kind of weird a of it, Al. <laughs> weird of it, Al. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a beautiful, uh, what a beautiful riff! <laughs> what a beautiful riff! Um, yeah, I think it was a weird line where is it defending or is it appreciating with Weird Al because people love him so much, but also it is something that people you know might roast. I, I suppose. Uh, I think so. He, I would, I would call. Well, first off, let's set the record straight. Tommy did say Yankovic. It's Yankovic. Let's put some respect on the name. Let's put some respect on the weird name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I do think Weird Al is divisive. I think in our bubble, not so much. But uh, he is, you know, I, his his voice and his approach at times can be grating uh, intentionally, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I think he will he will lean into the weird. He'll lean into the kooky, funny stuff, which is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Also, I think there is kind of a progression of the. From boy to man, uh, if I can if I can chart this, you're a boy. You learn about Weird Al. You're like, can't is are you even allowed to do this? This is the, f- the best thing I've ever heard in my life. I cannot believe they're taking songs from the radio and this guy is making them funny. 
And that was like huge for me. Uh, and I got very into Weird Al. And then you get a little bit older and you need to be, you want to try to be cool. And then you let go of Weird Al and you're like, no, I don't, that's, I don't listen to him anymore. I'm cool. Have you ever heard of Bob Dylan? <laughs> He's a guy who who was thinking about the the real stuff. This is real um, satire. Yeah, yeah. He's he's taking satire <laughs> to uh, to the degree. He's taking up Maggie's farm. Um, <laughs> but and but I think then uh, eventually you're kind of like, oh yeah, uh, Weird Al is he's at the status, especially now, of like national treasure. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a guy who has never done anything wrong. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's like squeaky clean yeah. in terms of his persona and like his public life. And like, it's, oh, this is a guy who's been consistent for as long as anybody's been consistent. And he's considered to be like the nicest guy in show business, shows up, does the work, puts on a great show, still is the, at the top of his his heap mm-hmm. and it's like oh okay no weird al is great and i think that's also a little bit of a of a journey of the of the comedian as well like as a comedian it's like you you come back around and realize you know and i realized he, he was such a, a big influence for me comedically yeah i think a big thing for me too was like and i, I feel like this might have been the case for a lot of people was him being on comedy bang bang and like getting yes. into that world mm-hmm. kind of gave him an alt thing like cred. an alt credit bit cred that he never had mm-hmm. before because totally. it seemed something since we've known about it since we were kids it seemed more broad comedy but then like his yeah. sensibility was always alternative like i mean you listen to the jokes in these songs and they're not like you know like it, it, the sensibility would always fit, but just having him in that space, I think, kind of validated an alternative thing. One hundred percent. Because I will say, for me, I did not grow up liking him. I kind of thought, I, I, to be totally honest, I kind of had him in like the Gallagher type territory, where I didn't know what his deal was. I was like, he does parody songs. What the fuck is this? And then I, goofy and yeah. Fair. And then I had real comedy nerd people in my life like my uh jared from the comedy attic weird al is like his favorite guy and i was like what is is this childhood nostalgia shit or something i don't really understand and then but i mean i liked what i heard a little bit i thought it was silly but i was i was never just a big fan and then the comedy bang bang thing because scott would talk about him all the time as a guest he wanted to have and then when he did the show i was like oh he's really funny and clearly on the level of this and uh and great I also I think yeah. I liked the movie when I saw the is it YHF that it's UHF UHF, UHF that's right. is yeah. a cult classic no yes. doubt I had a teacher um, who showed us that in school and I enjoyed it in school <laughs> in Indiana we mostly watched movies at school rolling in that VCR <laughs> it just doesn't matter if it pertains to oh anything not at all we watched Hoosiers multiple times well, I, I believe that. yeah I believe that um, also I will say and I will acknowledge that like. A lot of it is nostalgia. Like I think, without the nostalgia, it just doesn't quite it, it doesn't quite connect on the level that it would. Uh, I think it goes beyond that, but I think nostalgia is a huge part of it. For sure, I was I listened to. It's not on your list of songs you sent us, probably because this is like the most notable non-parody song. But Albuquerque, I listened to today, and oh, I. Yeah probably hadn't listened to it in 10 years and i remembered every joke just from like hearing it when i was a kid and i was like that's crazy because it's yeah, so long right? and i remembered all of it it's, yeah, yeah i didn't i yeah i i tried to pick some ones that were kind of under the radar um and that one's very long but like albuquerque was it for me as a kid so, and yes. i memorized it 
and I would nope. do it like at like parties and stuff uh, <laughs> because I was one. I didn't understand that being weird was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like really le- I leaned into the weird. I was taught well by by Mr. Yankovic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I was like Albuquerque is like the funniest thing I've ever heard. And I, I memorized all the words and I saw uh I saw Al recently do a concert here in LA. He's been doing something. It's called like the wildly self-indulgent tour or something where he doesn't do any of the parodies. He just does the originals. And uh, I, I prefer that version, even though I've seen his big stage show where he does all the big hits and he does costume changes. This is very stripped down. He's doing the originals and he did Albuquerque uh, which is insane to to do a song that long and that like intricate because there's there's so many words in it and he does it he does a thing where he uh he's doing uh Albuquerque for maybe like five minutes and then like intentionally messes up and is like okay we have to start over from the beginning and then he <laughs> he goes all the way back to the beginning and, and starts again. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It's really really fun to see him do that live cuz it is such a tricky long involved tale. And obviously this is kind of off remarked uh remarked on but like his musical ability is like wild. He's so talented. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And he's a really good band and he, his band has been with him pretty much unchanged since the beginning. Wow. Uh same guys and they're like a very good cover band, you know. Like they could do all, all those, those like poker medleys and like yeah. And they the 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 wide variety of genre that they can take uh and run with is is really impressive uh and they and they they sound good and the songs i picked specifically were uh the kind of style parodies you know the songs that aren't parodies of a one song in particular but kind of go from the uh essence of an artist and make a new song kind of out of that which is something that i i do on the album as well and that was 100 percent inspired by by weird al hell yeah uh, i think that's a good lead yeah, we in. should pull up pull up those songs yeah, yeah. But i wanted to give you a props joe for you nailed in your in your country parody you nailed one of my favorite things which is the little laugh the like chuckle to yourself that the country <laughs> singer does because it reminded me of the um god is great beer is good people are crazy when he's like huh, it's hard to believe like just that little ch- that little self-satisfied chuckle that is like so whoever would do that in real life but it's in so many country songs and i was very happy when you did that in yours yeah i believe that's right after i go and then i fuck an alien <laughs> well if that ain't the american dream i don't yes. know what it is yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, like we all know yeah. knowing well, laugh yeah. All right, uh, let's get into some music here. Uh, the first song you sent us on your list off the top of your dome was... Uh, yeah, so you guys asked, and it's like, I could have investigated a little bit, but I was like, let's get the songs that come to mind immediately when I when I want to, uh, when I want to talk about Weird Al's originals and his style parodies. Uh, and, and the first one is a They Might Be Giants style parody. Oh yeah, here we go. One of the uh, first bands we ever talked about. Yeah, and I was going to say though, t- the uh, singing uh, all the lyrics to a song like Albuquerque sounds very much like a they might be giants type uh, yeah. fan move. Uh, all right, here is uh, and, but, and just to, before we get into it, you probably won't be able to hear it over Zoom, Joe. But the people at home will hear. 
Here is Everything You Know Is Wrong. That's fucking great. As a, that's a perfect parody of they might be. Yeah, it's no, so good. It's like it it marries uh, the kind of grading aspects of they might be <laughs> yeah. giants with the grading aspects of Weird Al. <laughs> like he's re- he's really he fits well into doing a parody of them because yeah. they share some DNA. I I, I would argue. Um, and yeah, I think that I like think the music on that one is, is really good. And uh, like, there's yeah, some it's such har- a cool progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some harmonies in there that are like uh, very satisfying. And I like with a lot of Al songs, it's really in the details that where the comedy comes from. You know, the just it, hibachi dealers and prosthetic limbs. <laughs> hibachi and dealers, great. He, he, he really <laughs> uh, he paints a very specific and stupid picture. <laughs> it's so good and it's exactly you're right it's the the exact grading thing that kept me away from they might be giants for so long until we did the episode and then i was like oh i like this but i had to be shown exactly they they have a song called everything right is wrong again that is that is the most uh obvious kind Mm -hmm. of bullseye for what he's going for here nice uh let's hear another song and then we'll uh jump into i found i i searched some weird al controversy and i found a really good list and uh so we'll do that after we listen to the song you make me here is some of you make me some of you make me so do you can you guys tell what uh style he's he's doing on this one i was trying to yeah figure that yeah, out same because... here I, I was unable to do it once you know it i think it, it's obvious it's oingo boingo, oingo uh, boingo. okay 
So if you know like Weird Science or Dead Man's <laughs> right, Party or any yeah. of some kind of eighties, yeah. Or even if you yeah. know like the Beetlejuice soundtrack or like the <laughs> you know the scores of those Tim Burton songs. Yeah, There's I guess you of, can like, kind of get that off of the cover because I was trying to figure out like what is this cover? Is there any connection? Well, that's Michael. Jackson. Oh, that's Michael. That's Michael Jackson. Jackson. So yeah, but like uh, that's a really yeah. direct. So the album Bad had come out, and then his is even worse. That's what I was trying to. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense because I was so trying to figure out very, how Michael, uh, what Michael Jackson connection there was there, and I was. Uh, and driving so me nuts. that's and that album has fat <laughs> sure. on it, which is the bad. Uh, parody. I remember from the opening of the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> from the, the unforgettable. Uh, you know, wordsmithery of Tommy McNamara. You know what? I'll just play it again. <laughs> I'll splice in you saying it again. Um, but I, I think that's a really good style parody of, of Oingo Boingo. Um, also, I mentioned he's squeaky, squeaky clean, but it is funny how like kind of violent some some of these songs lyrics are. Like that's how he can sneak in the more subversive things. Just like the first line is you make me want to slam my head against the wall and then in everything you know is wrong it's like as i lay there bleeding on <laughs> <Yeah>. the asphalt <laughs> yeah he has a lot of like lyrics about like stapling things to people's faces and stuff like it's it's sneakily gruesome in the next one especially in, in the horoscope one there's a lot of yeah javelin yes, in your yes. chest and yeah <laughs> absolutely and that's you know it's funny how like he doesn't have any sexual content uh, even close to it in any of his songs but it's like with american culture like you can get away with violence and that's still considered to be yeah like, pretty pretty clean <laughs> like very, very graphic and scratchy yeah sure. yes yeah very graphic descriptions of of death and impalement <laughs> <laughs> i mean now that you teased it let's go ahead and hear some of that song actually uh so the next song is your horoscope for today uh do you want to give any setup for this or you should I play it and then try to I figure mean, out this this is this is pretty obviously ska like the kind of real real big fish ska yeah. um and i i really love how uh joke dense this one is all right here is your horoscope for today He could never get away with that in 2023. <laughs> it is really, it's like one of his meaner songs. It is just like brutally uh, telling the listener, like, you're stupid, everyone. Find your back. This thing's about you. And, like, you're worthless. Like, I, I really like it. And I think it's, uh, in terms of how, how many ways he's able to do that kind of same joke is very uh, well done and very clever. 
I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love the the Virgos are kind and intelligent, except for you. Whatever that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, it really. Yeah. Of I was listening to it today, and I was, I was, I, I've listened to the song so many times, but it's it's been a bit. But I was laughing uh, in a way that I was <laughs> take, taken off guard a few times. Uh, I mean, there. I mean, when I was when this album came out, I was probably twelve. Uh, and just in the in the pocket. My first album was Bad Hair Day, which was the one before this. Um, which everything you know is wrong is the second track on it. So you know I heard it a lot because you hear Amish Paradise, the first one, and then you 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 you're definitely gonna hear the song after that. And then like, do you know do you hear the stuff at the at the end of the album as much? Probably not. Uh, but yeah, this this album was the one after it. So it was very uh hyped for me and like it was very highly anticipated to get a, a new al album uh and this is the one that had albuquerque on it and had your horse this your horoscope for today the first time he says all your friends are laughing behind your back and the music cuts out and he just goes kill them <laughs> <laughs> like for a 12 year old in particular like it's a catnip that's great. I must have had this CD as well because this one I definitely remember, and I definitely remember Albuquerque. So I feel like I had this, or it was like somehow the family had it, and I've definitely yeah. uh, listened to this one for sure. Definitely for our age, it's like this. This is a big one. Running with scissors. Uh, let's get into. I found, like I said, you mentioned earlier. One nice thing about Weird Al is that uh, he seems to not have uh, you know a lot of dirt under his. Uh, fingernails or whatever he's not there's not a a lot of you know bad things people have to say about him so when i searched controversies which we often do for the people on this show uh i i came i found only a list of people who refused to work with weird al uh who <laughs> refused uh weird al the opportunity to parody their songs and the stories are all i think very funny um I'll skip the, the first one was Yoko Ono and uh, and it's not that he wanted to uh, do one of her songs, but he wanted to turn the Beatles song "Free as a Bird" into a song called "Gee, I'm a Nerd." And uh-huh. Paul she McC- would do sometimes live. I've heard it. Oh, live. oh wow! wow. Uh, Paul McCartney passive aggressively <laughs> aggressively deferred to Yoko, and she said no. But he does. It says he does still perform it in a concert. Not sure why he didn't just take the same concept to Skinner and see if they were into it. After what they let Kid Rock do to Sweet Home Alabama, it's clear they're not protective. We got a lot of commentary from whoever. Yeah, wrote I don't this need article. this. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped. I I didn't. I'm I'm going. I, the highlights were. Uh, I mean, Coolio is probably the biggest one because yes, absolutely. I mean, that's it's funny. Weird Al has <laughs> a behind the music, and it's one of the of the tamest behind the music because it's like, like I said, there's no nobody's like mad. He, he's probably never taken a drug in his life, never <laughs> yeah. smoked anything. Um, but uh, yeah, Coolio apparent there was just apparently miscommunication. Al thought he got uh, permission from Coolio to do Amish Paradise, a parody of Gangsta's Paradise, and then Coolio claims to have said no and that they went and did it anyway and they were uh i think they patched it up there's a there's a music uh award show appearance where they both come out and have the hair the same hair (laughs) it's very stupid yeah it says eventually they met and made peace so yeah i guess it's all good but it is funny that just to (laughs) it, it happened at all is uh is very funny uh 
But it says Coolio said he was offended by the song. This <laughs> is insane. Coolio is so triggered. Uh, Eminem also uh, did not give permission. Well, for... it was specifically he gave Al permission right. to do a parody of Lose Yourself for the song Couch Potato. But mm-hmm. he said you can't do... A video. Yeah, you can't make it a single yeah. or make a video because it could hurt Eminem's image, which is uh, also very silly. Like, Because it's like time tested and proven that it does the opposite. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Paul McCartney uh, again comes up here. Uh, Weird Al wanted to parody Live and Let Die with a song called Chicken Pot Pie. And do you know this story already? Yeah, I mean like... Uh, Paul McCartney is a famous vegan this uh, is it. and yeah. like, animal rights activist and was like, yeah, I, I don't know about that, man. Like, make it uh, <laughs> of all the things you could do with one of my songs to make it uh, about eating meat is like, I don't know that I could sign off on that uh, on a kind of <laughs> principle level. Sure. What would Linda think? <laughs> I just think she it's, was probably uh, alive at the time that he asked. I think it's such a goofy ass thing that it's like, I don't know. I, it's his music, so he gets to do what he pleases with. But it's like, uh, I don't think that uh, Weird Al was going to be um, turning any vegetarians into meat eaters with a song called Chicken yeah. Pot Pie. Yeah, I get that. It's, but there's also a thing of like having a, con- a moral consistency of like, if you're if you're going to like talk the talk, it's like, yeah, maybe in this case, you got to kind of, that's it's my it's my like one thing. Yeah, argue, yeah. I mean, he's he's in Lisa the Vegetarian. Like mm-hmm. he's got a. Oh, that's true. Favorite. Yeah, they make a reference to that in here. Um, yeah, the Prince story uh, is is good stuff. Where um, wait, is it Prince that he did this with? I believe. Well, it I will was. say he has a song called Traffic Jam that is like so close to a Let's Go Crazy parody. It, it like maybe barely doesn't qualify because mm-hmm. he didn't get permission but you know he wrote it thinking he was going to get permission and then had to like change a few notes after after he got the either the prince rejection or not being able right to prince. there was a story i read this is on a different list where uh prince hated him so much that uh his management had to tell him that he was that weird al that he wasn't allowed to make oh yeah here it is prince banned weird al from looking at him <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is uh, you can do. <laughs> Prince's management made his position uh, clear. They went as far as banning Yankovic from uh, making direct eye contact with the singer. <laughs> That's so silly. Come on, Prince. That is great. I I love just a weirdo who's like, you can't even make eye contact with me. We need to institute that on the podcast. Um Let's see here. I mean, those are the big ones. I, the, my computer's going a little Yeah, slow there was now. also, there was like, a, I remember out. there being a TMZ uh, thing where it was like, we caught Weird Al bothering Iggy Azalea backstage. <laughs> and, it, and I think it was mostly like a cordial, like, thing of, you know, he, he wanted to do a cover of, uh, you know, a parody of Fancy mm-hmm. and uh, just, you know, was able to talked to her briefly backstage and they made it seem like he accosted her and held her down and said, you let me goof on you. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Tommy did do that with the four non-blondes. <laughs> all four of them. It was That's hard. Right. But you really, you know, you utilize your wingspan and you, you take them down. Like anyone can talk to Linda Perry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those other three. That's uh, tricky. 
<laughs> All right, we have uh, one more song here, and that is uh, Frank's 2000 TV. 2000 inch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I was like, okay, I see now. This dumbass only put in half the quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's uh, Frank's 2000 inch TV. I love the melody on that one. That's great. Yeah, I mean that's this one isn't like one of the more like knee slapping hilarious ones, but I just think the music is is really good. And this is a style parody of kind of early REM songs, and it's it does that style really well. And is just like uh, he played it on the on that tour I was telling you about. And it's just like it's just a fucking vibe, man. It's I, I think the music is is really good, and it's obviously a silly silly idea, but it, it doesn't. Yeah, as opposed to like your horoscope for today, which is, you know, a lot of jokes. This is just kind of like a nice little silly tale set to some some chill ass music. I mean, it's also yeah, just like a good song. It's just a <laughs> great song, yeah, and I don't know. It's, it's I, my hey, type of music. Yeah. My knees are bruised up from slapping the fucking give it, shit give out it, of let's them. Give it a rest for once. <laughs> I could take a minute off of the old knee slapping. Uh, my doctor recommends I listen to Frank <laughs> Frank's 2000 inch TV. I'm fucking up the title because I read it. I didn't get a chance to listen to this one before the show, and I was reading it as Frank TV, the Frank Caliendo vehicle. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was probably around 2000. And I thought I had it in my head. It was like a theme song for Frank. TV. Theme song to Frank TV. <laughs> Oh, Frank's man. theme from Frank. <laughs> Frank's theme. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is a great playlist you gave us here. It was a good time listening to non-direct parodies that uh, were uh, I had not heard, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. there's, there's, a, I mean, like, there's other good ones out there. There's a song called "Dare to Be Stupid" that's a Devo style parody that I think is pretty well known because the name of that album was dare to be stupid. And it was like uh, a single and had a video and was, uh, you know, he, he will play it. He played it in his big show, uh, you know, before the indulgent ones. So like, I feel like people know that one, but that is kind of a high watermark of the, of the style parodies mm-hmm. as well. 
What's the crowd at a Weird Al show? Is it all older all ages, people, or are there are all there kids? And yeah, okay, that's cool. one of the appeals of Weird Al that uh, uh, that kind of puts them apart from a lot of musicians. Is it's just like there are you know o- older people who got into them in the eighties, and then every generation after that. I mean, like I think about you know me and me and the millennials getting into Bad Hair Day, but then there's like the the Gen Zers who got into you know, white and nerdy, or you know, whatever it was that that came a few generations. White and nerdy was later. big. Yeah, white and nerdy was like yeah. huge. Yeah, absolutely. And that was like probably happened in my time between uh, loving Weird Al and then coming back to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember that was a that was a huge, huge win for the for the Al stands. It's incredibly yeah. I mean, truly crazy to have comedic relevance for more than one decade, let alone like four or five at this point i mean that's comedic and music yeah both both of those things it's like he's and it's also it's kind of funny culturally we've been like he's going to be the guy who does parodies we really would prefer if nobody else would do them (laughs) that's that's enough (laughs) just one american can one guy can do it he does it really well absolutely no more maybe each country gets a delegate to where they get to do it (laughs) <laughs> they do a eurovision style uh, competition. <laughs> oh man um i did find some more fun facts here i didn't realize that he's uh, apparently he was such a smart kid he got to skip second grade and uh he was valedictorian of his class as well pretty uh I, yeah i believe guy. he also he might have skipped a few grades because i remember him saying that like he went to college and he was like he was 16 or something. Jesus like he was Christ. he was young uh and and picked he was picked on a lot because of those those grade skips old Alfred. Mhm. That'll do it. We had a kid who skipped grades in our uh class and uh, it was very weird. You don't want to you don't want that. I think they just don't do that much anymore because of the social implications. Yeah. Like it's too weird. A, a little boy in high school and it's like, "Oh, well, we must murder this boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Plus older kids aren't school, equipped. Yeah. <laughs> you miss school, you won't get to watch UHF. You can miss other valuable, <laughs> valuable lessons. Uh, there was a, there was at least one. Oh yeah, his first, their first uh, live performance, uh, performing. Uh, he was pelted with fruit. And he kept on. I mean, that's an inspiring story for all performers out there. He was an opening for um, uh, the band Missing Persons. It was Yankovic and his band. They were uh, asked to support the band Missing Persons at their Santa Monica show. But they didn't even make it through one song before the crowd started pelting them with food and loose change. Um, After the gig, Yankovic was even approached by a 12-year-old kid who exclaimed, Are you Weird Al? You suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I- ironic given Al's uh, obsession with food and food songs. <laughs> food at one point yeah. was, wow. was a weapon. Maybe that's what inspired him. I mean, you turn trauma into art. (laughs) Yeah, you think you can use food against me? I'll use food against you. The same thing happened to Jim Gaffigan. Lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, all right, we we are running out of time here. Did we get anything? I I posted in the Patreon, but I did kind of some in the Discord. This Ooh. is where we go to the Peanut Gallery. Yes, it's Peanut Gallery. Joe, what was the last time, time you were on the show? I'm trying to remember what we talked about. Um, I might have. Gosh, you did ABBA. But that, that was, was the first last time. That was, and then, that was you might have just done easy. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction shit or Which something. Which was 2018. Okay. But I feel like there had to be one in between, didn't there? Was there? I'd be shocked if there was. But, I don't yeah. know that there was. Because it was. But, I think the last one you did was at our old apartment. So that would be like 2018. Maybe, maybe 2019. Because we were in New York for that ceremony. That was it. I think that was yeah. it then. Yeah. It's still a long time ago. Yeah. Damn. Four, four more years it looks like is there what were the two fans were chanting. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. 20, 2018 and 2019. Now, nice. I heard Jan Never Not Funny. And yes. I, it's a show I often listen to as I'm drifting off to sleep. So I can't remember if this was a real thing. Or Man, I do that too. And I didn't want to tell. I was just on it and I didn't want to tell them that because it sounds bad. But I'm like, no, I find it so comforting. It's comforting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but do you actually have a vote in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Now, I or do. Is that something yeah. I, that came to me in no, a that's dream? real. Because I was that's, listening to you on the show. Okay. No, that's totally real. <laughs> that's uh, fucking incredible. Yeah, that's no, awesome. it's like we more or less kind of ended the show on that because it felt like the most full circle. Like, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I have, uh, yeah, I actually I keep my ballot. Keep my ballot at the ready at all at all times. Hey. We can spoil it, but we won't. Yeah, no. I mean, I already voted, and the a lot of the people I voted for got in. Hey. Uh, Kate Bush, Missy Elliott, George Michael, the Spinners, wow. the Kingmaker. They all, they all got in this year, so I felt like I made a. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm a bit of a tastemaker. Morgan Wallen, I see on there. Uh, What's that? Another. I said Morgan Wallen, I see on your Kanye's ballot, new so. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I voted for Ted Nugent and. Uh, yeah, Donny Osmond and all sorts Charles of Charles Manson, stuff. I guess he had some songs, yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean... Hey, garbage Dump is um, a uh, banger. Garbage Dump, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Garbage Dump. Uh, but dude, that, yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. No, I mean, it's like, it, it feels fucking cool as hell. Jan's out, Joe's in. Jan's out, Joe's in. They're all saying it. <laughs> all the headlines are saying it. <laughs> uh, okay. It's not, not untrue. So we, I, I need to get going, but we should go through the peanut gallery. Yeah, I have some, some too. From the Discord, this is a long one. I might skip some of it, but uh, Strahan says, Weird Al was my window into comedy music. Like, They Might Be Giants or Lonely Island, which I still have big love for. There's something magical about a funny punchline that also unexpectedly rhymes and sounds nice. Um, due to such a talent, which often gets overlooked because of how silly the music is. Uh, my obnoxious party trick for a good while was reciting all of Albuquerque. Hey, just like wow. Which may sound like a obnoxious. obnoxious is an interesting word to use. <laughs> uh, the way I conducted charming. myself. Charming, <laughs> a lot of people were saying, but okay. Uh, it did drive, and he says, yes, it did drive any conversation or party vibe to a grinding halt. <laughs> which is very funny. Um, in, in my saga. experience, my fr- some of my friends would gather around to see Joe do his amazing feat. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was from Saga. He's a great artist for this kind of discussion. Weird Al is my intro to that kind of comedy music too. I think he doesn't always get a ton of credit because he's so silly, but he really is an incredible musical talent, which is such an important part of parody and why so few people do a good job of it. I understand why his music doesn't click with some people, but I will always be a fan. My favorites for parodies include eBay, Canadian Idiot, 
and party in the CIA. Ooh, that's a that's a younger fan because that, that those are from like like that's around that same time as the white and nerdy. I I know of those songs, but they were it's they're not part of my uh, not part of my oeuvre, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I mean Canadian idiot. I do want to listen to now just to hear someone take yeah. the piss out of that Billy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got some on the Patreon as well. Mike P comments, "Hell yeah!" First comment or first concert I ever went to. First uh, comment I ever made. first comment I ever made, and now I will go back to decades of silence. <laughs> I don't like how this feels. <laughs> oh, bad idea. Uh, Larry G Huffman commented, uh, "Have you seen his John Oliver appearance? It was an fu to North Korea." Uh, I did not see that, and I look. We here at Stand by Your Band will never endorse an fu to North Korea. It's dangerous. Wait, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we have to keep our many options open. North Koreans buy sneakers too. <laughs> <laughs> we are selling sneakers. That is, hasn't been announced yet. Air stand by your bands. Uh, <laughs> Nick C. Stand by your vans. Let's go. Oh, that's very good. Uh, stand in your vans. Eh? Hell yeah. Whoa, it keeps getting better. And we keep losing we got to sell merch, baby. Uh, Nick C. says, on my middle school Mount Rushmore with They Might Be Giants cake and Red Hot Chili Peppers, wondering what you guys thought of the Daniel Radcliffe movie. I had, have not seen it. Oh, I haven't seen it. Joe, you must yeah. have seen it. If you can believe it, I have not seen it. Wow. I think God. I'll have to watch it tonight. I should have watched it before this appearance, but clearly I would have just been like, well, you guys haven't seen it, so I won't spoil anything. <laughs> so maybe I should have just said that. <laughs> well, you guys haven't seen it, so I won't spoil anything. But uh, uh, I usually try and keep up to date with Roku, but... The Roku originals, yeah, of course. That's, you're kind of famous for that. Uh, all right, last one here. James Buntrock comments, as a kid, I must have listened to Fat, and I think I'm a clone now over a million times and mm. laughed as hard every time uh beautiful comments from our uh beautiful patreon subscribers uh, every one of them every More single beautiful than the last one <laughs> uh we crank Don't off daily the <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we have them we and do have them, them with me and it's shocking <laughs> <laughs> and once the, tommy's we big indictment comes out <laughs> those those will, those rankings will also be coming out uh, that's the show, guys. Uh, check out Joe's new album, Funny Songs and Sketches. It's Joe Quazala, baby. We're so happy to have you back. And uh, thanks for coming on, thanks, man. Guys. Yeah, this Absolutely. was a great and if, time. If people are having trouble finding that album, they can go to Joe Qua on Instagram, TikTok, or they can go to Joe K, Joe K on Twitter. That's where I have all my links to my stuff, and I've been promoting it, and I will not stop promoting the album, so you'll be able to easily find what I'm Hell talking yeah. about. Hell yeah. Um, I will be in Kansas City this very weekend at the Fountain City Comedy Festival, so come out to that. I'll be in Vegas all next week at the Comedy Cellar at the Rio, and then a bunch of fun dates coming up. I have DC Improv. Please come out to that. I just got moved to the smaller room, so I would really like to see some tickets <laughs> sold on that. There, you don't know how small this room can get Dude. if you don't move. <laughs> yeah, they, they have they, get crushed. They have twenty five rooms in this place, each smaller than the last. It, there's one that's just room enough for me and one other person. Many would call it a closet. They call it a performance space. 
Um, and then I'll be in Boston. That's uh, November 3rd and 4th with friend of the show, Tim McLaughlin, uh, Vermont Comedy Club at the end of the year featuring Tommy McNamara. Hey. It's going to be a good year. Um, Tommy, what you got? Uh, I've not put this on the internet yet, but officially we'll be releasing my comedy special, Smoldering. Hell the title. yeah. I have not released that either. <laughs> I didn't know the title was up that. The city. <laughs> <laughs> Smoldering uh, in the city. <laughs> Smoldering in the city. Uh, Smoldering will be coming out November 9th. I'm going to post about it on October 9th, but I'll give the listeners a heads up. That One rules. month from today very exciting to this on the night hell yeah all right we'll see you guys later also hey takar noir still on youtube for free baby get over there uh all right we'll see you guys next time thanks for listening keep it crispy bye